we have not anticipated fans taking the entire can and upending it. Guys, I'm going to make you set down your teacups and take your pinky fingers and put them back into the fist that they need to be in because this has gotten far too cordial. My plan is to cry a lot and then no, I'm actually going to do well. Who am I kidding? I'm great. Thankfully, the Red Bulls decided to score some points. I personally am not trying to be a homer or anything, but uh, Joe Rallis. Portland shouldn't be on the playoffs this year because they can't get their act together. 11 mils sitting on your bench, just sitting there when you could invest it into any other position. Hello and welcome to a very special episode three of the MLS Fantasy Insider Podcast, brought to you by China, where everyone wants to be. No, I, I mean brought to you by... MLS Fantasy Boss, and the great Reddit community of r slash Fantasy MLS. I'm your host, Reed Connolly from MLS Fantasy Boss, and today I'm joined by co-host Jay, Guy, and Travis, who's fresh back from seeing the Deadpool movie. Oh, yeah. Hello, friends. Hey. And I'm also very excited to say that uh, we're being joined by MLS Digital Associate Editor Ben Baer, who will be sharing with us the new rule changes for the 2016 MLS Fantasy Manager game. Hey guys, what's up? Hey Ben, what's going on, man? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Just getting ready for uh, a season, some CCL action next week. But uh, excited for to get the fantasy season started on uh, March sixth. That's right. That's right. Please pardon my dog if anyone hears that in the background. Uh, so just some quick housekeeping before we get into the discussion. I say it every week so far, guys. If you're not paying attention to the trade tracker, please, please do. Uh, Ship got traded up to Montreal this week, and uh, Obafemi Martins is gone to China now, so if you were thinking of any of those guys for your fantasy teams beforehand, you may think again. So please check the transfers that are and, going uh, on. And, the, and our rosters page and our transactions page, too. Uh, there you can get all the updated rosters uh, on MLS Soccer. That's the place to be. So, like we said, this is the, the first look at the 2016 MLS Fantasy Manager changes for the rules, and since we have been here, he's going to help us out really, really quickly to tell us sort of what the idea was and why the change was made, and then what he hopes just accomplishes from, from that change. And I'm really excited to see these because I really feel like a lot of the feedback that people gave at the end of last season uh, was considered when making these changes. Uh, yeah, I mean, with, I mean, I, I love checking in with uh, all of our contributors, the Reddit community, just to see where people want to go with the game, and I'm excited with what we've been able to do heading into this season, and I hope uh, everyone's going to be excited about the changes that we've made. So there's there's five main ones total, and we'll just run down the list and, and hit each one real quick. So the first one... Uh, there's been a change in roster size, and probably not what people thought. Instead of having 18 players, we're going down to 16, but we're keeping our $120 million budget. That is correct. Um, I kind of felt, I kind of feel, I mean, the, the, this change was out there in the community. There was talk about lowering the budget, um, but I, I like having, that everyone can have, you know, I mean, every single playing team is going to be sitting in this $6, 7000000 million range. Um, at least, if there's a player who is doing well at the five million mark, that he, he's going to make a killing. Um, but I think the main thing here was, you know, with people always having, typically having these like two players at the end of the bench, they don't really know, they don't really play. Just kind of wanted to eliminate that and make like get all even the casual fans back into, you know, knowing every single player on your roster. I think that's very important as opposed to just picking up random players just to juice your, your, your team a little bit. So what exactly, uh, what positions were affected 
in dropping the two roster spots. So what, I guess, roster positions were affected? Uh, we are dropping a defender and a midfielder. We are keeping the four forwards and uh, keeping the two goalkeepers, and we're dropping a defender and a midfielder. Okay, so then how many bench players are we going to be able to have? There will be five bench players. Uh, yeah, yeah. Five, five bench players. on. Uh, so you'll have you know, your regular starting lineup, and then you'll have five bench players instead of seven. Perfect. And then the other question I had in regards to this is, I know in the FPL they have the the chips. Is there going to be any anything like that, or is it just going to be straightforward? Uh, it's going to be it's, it's going to be straightforward. Nothing like uh the the, the Premier League game. Okay, and then like captain, is there a vice captain? No, nah, we are keeping. We're just keeping the regular captain. No vice captain. Uh, yeah, just regular captain this year. Perfect. Pure pure fantasy. That's what it is. Yep. Yes, it's pure fantasy. Oh, so, sounds, sounds good. So the next one I wanted to highlight is it's exciting. It's it's shots. And so if a player has four shots in the game, he gets a point. And now I have one quick question about this one. Are we looking at total shots or is it shots on target? We are looking at total shots. Uh, shots on target. Oh. Shots on target. Uh, I mean, very rarely does a player have four shots on target in a game. We could have done maybe two shots on target in a game for a point, but I didn't really feel like that was, you know, uh, I felt that total shots is a better accumulation of what a attacking player does in a game as opposed to shots on target. And uh, just, I mean, just thinking about it from a, from a macro level and why we added it, uh, I mean, basically, I mean, with a lot of these stats that we've added is, uh, you know, there's very few stats that we use in fantasy, and I just want to increase the stats. Shots is an easy one for people to follow even during the game. On uh, You can follow it in MLS Soccer. You can follow it. And, uh, you know, get people more involved and just, like, more it's more juice, more more attacking juice. And, uh, of course, we're going to see some different players be affected by it by differently. Obviously, Javinko... Had way had I think it was what I think it was maybe 50 or 70 more shots than any other player, so he's he's going to be even more valuable this year. Yeah, 45. Um, yeah. Yeah, 45. Um, so he's going to be even more valuable this year. While you know other players who are more, I would say Oberfeld Martins, but now he's out of the league. He's uh, <laughs> well, maybe out of the league, I guess I should say at this point. Um, he was more efficient with his chances, so maybe he wouldn't have. Uh, been able to bring up his stat total, his point total, as much as a guy like Jovinko. How did you, um, how did you guys rank the forwards, midfielders? Like, uh, you know, like last year, I believe, uh, you know, Keen started at was a ten point five or eleven million dollars. Are you able to answer how? What is the price total of the most expensive player? Uh, I will answer the the price right now is the same thing as we started last year. I'm pretty sure. Which is eleven five. That's the highest. That is eleven five. That is the highest. And with the uh, with the points scored a game, is it going to be the same type of uh, value system as it was last year? So if they do well in the game, you know you get you know point uh, point two million. That is yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. So the next one that we have is not my favorite, but but I'll, I'll keep quiet. Uh, so it's fouls suffered, and so if, if a player is fouled four times in a game, that's a point. Yes, uh, I'll bring you guys behind the curtain. Obviously, I said I uh, 
use the knowledge of our uh, fantasy contributors and uh, Travis Reed and some of our others and, uh, you know, trying to get an opinion on, on all these different changes that I wanted to make. Reed kind of puts you back in this one, but I feel it's important, I mean, that when a player keeps on making the other team foul them, you know, he, he I mean, generally, when a player's fouled four times a game, there's a reason for that. He's putting pressure on the defense. He is getting into dangerous areas, and the other team is forced to foul them. Generally, if it's just, you know, random fouls of the game, he's not going to hit four. But and, we, and that bears it out when I looked at the stats from last year, when a play, players that got forward that were fouled four times a game generally were attacking players who did well in the games. You know, it was I mean, Lodjavinko, uh, Nagby, guys like that who put pressure on the defense in dangerous areas. Hmm. No, I, <clears throat> I like it as a, as a Timbers fan. I mean, finally Nagby will be a serviceable <laughs> you know, midfielder as opposed to just not having him at all. So I, I actually like that change. <laughs> thanks, thanks, yeah. Well, I don't think that's the only stat that's going to make uh, Nagby someone that you're going to want even more because the next no. one, and and I was very excited to see to the see this change, and it's pass completion. And so 35 passes with a success rate of 85% during a whole game, I'm assuming, yes. equals one point. And if the player gets it to 70 passes with a greater than 85% success rate, two points. Yes, I'm, this is the one I'm most excited about as well. I've wanted this, I mean, as a fan and as a, as a, as a MLS even an employee and who wasn't involved much in these kind of decisions before this season, this is something that I've, I've been wanting. And it's, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make guys like Dax McCarty, um, Diego Char, Nagby, as you mentioned, these guys more valuable in, uh, in fantasy. And that's something that I really wanted. I like I like seeing defensive mid- I like watching defensive midfielders play, but they were they weren't always useful in fantasy. And I kind of want to change. I want to make every single position valuable in fantasy in some way. I really like that because that's going to add a lot a lot more dimension to teams that uh, that that you know pass a lot. I mean, you know, like the Ar- when Arsenal had the four four two diamond. I mean, they were completing I want to say you know around three hundred passes a game, and Javier Morales would be great for somebody like that or somebody that pulls the strings in the midfield, uh, a Michael Bradley, Kyle Beckerman, you know, people like that. Uh, you're going to be able to get more bang for your buck at a lower price. Exactly. Uh, actually, yeah, Javier Morales actually is uh, one of the he, – he got the biggest jump according to what the stats that I was looking at if he if we would have had the stats last year uh, this season. So, I mean, he would have he would have seen a big jump. Yeah, 35 Both, I mean, shots with his shots set and with the passing stat. So now, will the passing stat also affect corner kicks? So if you get a corner kick in and it goes to a defender, is that considered a completed pass? Uh, I mean, I believe. I mean, I, when a corner kick is is uh, played in and uh, it doesn't go to a player of the same team, it will go down as a pass loss. So that will be a negative. That will be uh, I mean a pass lost. So it will affect the player negatively in terms of that stat. Okay. And I guess one one thing I want to go over real quick. Are you guys going to be looking at rounding? So if someone has uh, an eighty four point five, is that going to make them an eighty five? Or how how strict are we looking here on this? I I have to go over this again, but I believe he needs. It's not going to be if you are eighty four point nine, you will not get it. You have okay. to be at eighty five percent or higher. That works for me. That also means eighty five point one could get you your two. It works. It works. 
And I just want to throw out a couple of numbers I looked at. I know some charts went around during various emails, but someone like Dax McCarty, with all of the new system that we're talking about, he was looking at, I believe, a 45-point increase from the points he made last season, so he, he'd hit the 200 mark instead of the, the mid-100s. Exactly. Looking at someone like Alonzo on just passes alone, he played 1,800 minutes and, and got almost what I believe would have been almost 30 points extra just from passing. So yeah. massive points there. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of players affected by all these changes, but I think defensive midfielders are going to be the ones that are affected most in a positive way. Yeah, and you talk about defensive midfielders, and it kind of uh, foreshadows the next change, which was the uh, breaking out the CBIs and adding tackles, because adding tackles is definitely going to help uh, defensive midfielders for sure. Yes, and in particular, Matias Lava, who uh, <laughs> yeah. tackles last year. Um, he'll also be he'll also get some positives in terms of the the tackling stat. I mean, in terms of the passing stat. But uh, going to the CBIs, honestly, this this for me was not necessarily for players like you, Avid, who know know everything. It's more for more casual players who uh, don't understand what a CBI is. I think that I mean. I didn't understand what a CBI is for, I mean, when I came in, obviously I learned pretty quick, but that's, not everyone's going to feel that way. They want to know what all these stats mean, and by breaking them up, and uh, hope it's easier easier to understand, and also, I mean, I, I just like the way the, the point system is now broken out. So do we have any history of tracking clearances, blocks, interceptions, tackles as individual stats, or is that all, can that all be gained from Opta, or is this just going to be brand new? For oh, no, Opta's been tracking that for years. They, I mean, that's what they, that's what they do. I wasn't <laughs> there, obviously, when the, when the decision was made to put them all together, um, so I, I can't really answer that question, but yeah, I mean, Opta, they, that's the way they track it. They don't track them all together. Yeah, that's, that's great. I, I know we were talking beforehand that we, we thought blocks and tackles could definitely be a big help to defensive midfielders as well. Um, I mean, block, yeah, blocks, I, I think, um, like Nat Borchers, I think, led the league with 35. Um, tackles is obviously, yeah, defensive midfielders. Some fullbacks, even like Alvis Powell, will be, uh, well, it'll help out. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, and to kind of go over what the new uh, points are, it's going to be... Every five clearances is one point. Uh, every, every four. Every four. Every, oh, is it four? Four clearances yeah. is one point. Two blocks is one point. Uh, and is it four or five interceptions? Uh, it's four. It's four for clearances, interceptions, and tackles, tackles and two okay. for blocks. Okay. All right. So yeah. So four for each of those, and then two for blocks. So uh, the defensive. Uh, the defenders are going to get some more points for sure. Exactly, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Got two blocks in a game isn't exactly, I mean, it's not a lot, but they're there. Yeah. So well, the, how do, how the does block this... has to come from a shot, right? Correct, yeah. Yeah. So this will essentially also affect keepers too because two blocks will be a point. Uh, for a keeper, no, I mean, it's a no, save. No, I mean, no, that... Those are saves. Blocks have to, have to be. Okay, gotcha. Keepers actually can't even technically get blocks. Okay. Just kidding, then. Disregard that. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they can get some tackles thrown in there every now and then if they go off their line. Exactly, yeah. I mean, uh, it'd be highly unlikely they get four tackles in a game, but yeah. Could, 
You never know. Hashtag Neuer to MLS. The thing I'm looking at on this, though, is it kind of eliminates the that, that cardinal rule we've always had where you don't start your, your strikers against your defenders. You know, don't play against yourself. But with these new these new scoring options, as long as your striker's getting shots, your yeah. your defenders could block them all day, and you're still getting positive points. So that's, yeah, that's kind of a big twist that, that people aren't going to realize right off the bat. Yeah, it's definitely added benefit. More obviously, more stats mean you know less. I mean less convergence uh, upon. I mean each make it's it makes all it makes. A lot more stats makes one singular stat less important, I, I think. No, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I like that. So I have two more questions for myself, and then we'll mm-hmm. let you guys ask anything else so we can let Ben get back to his evening. One, is there one stat that you fought for that other people just shot down and did not make it? And two, did you have to chase Weeby out of the room anytime, being like, this is my thing now? <laughs> uh, first question... Uh, I can't, I think there was, was there, I'm trying to remember, sorry, there's a lot of emails going around over the past month or so. I think there was one, but honestly, I can't remember, remember it right now. Maybe, it, oh no, it was what I was thinking about doing, if you foul a player, if you foul four times in a game, then you lose a point. But that's, I mean, we, we were thinking about it, maybe, and uh, kind of came to the conclusion that it's, we don't want to hurt defenders more, when that's generally going to be a defender or defensive midfielder, basically the two positions we're trying to help out here. Uh, maybe, uh, nah, he's nah, he's done. I mean, I'm, I'm just hoping I'm going to kick his ass in our, <laughs> in our fantasy league this year. Oh, throw down. There it is. Yeah. Do you guys have any other questions for Ben? Um, uh, I don't know. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just wondering, is the, um, is the pricing staying the same and the fact that uh, there's no sell-on penalty? Yeah, everything with the pricing is staying exactly as a... Perfect. That's 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 huge. <laughs> yep. And uh, my, my question for you was, I don't know if you said this earlier, are you able to tell us the release date of the game, of Fantasy Major League Soccer? Um, I can't say the exact date. I will tell you it is next week sometime. Fantastic. We are, we, we're working at the kinks where, I mean, everything's ready to go. We sent out the test site to a few people. I think it's pretty good. Um, I'll just say, yeah, we, next week it will be out. Great. And maybe um, since Columbus lost the championship, can we put their alternate kits as their kit of choice on the fantasy game? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, that would be that would be too harsh. I think. I don't know. That would be the ultimate penalty. I would. I would. Oh God. I would. I would have four Columbus players just to just to laugh at that. That would break the website. For everyone with a private league, that's their SACO award is they have to buy a Columbus Hawkins kit. That, oh, that's an amazing idea. <laughs> I, I, I might steal it for our, our own office uh, league. Nice. I like it. Just make sure you put tweets out there of, of the people wearing of Weeby wearing it. Of course. Yeah, because he's going to lose. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for taking the time to come on here and just help talk about the show uh, or the game on the show. And yes. I really appreciate everything that you've been doing so far. Yeah, My thanks, pleasure. You guys, uh, I'll, I'll definitely talk to you guys again at some point in the season. Uh, awesome. Hope you guys, hope you guys enjoy it. Cheers, Thank Ben. Thank you. Definitely. Thanks, yeah. Ben. All right, so there you have it, everyone. There is your, I, I hesitate to say exclusive, but at least uh, the first look at the changes for the MLS Fantasy Manager game. I, I'm really excited, guys, now that you've had a few minutes to sort of absorb it all. What do you think? 
I'm shaking. I'm so excited. I'm like a kid on Christmas. Ooh, I'm pumped. <laughs> uh, man, this could be a lot of points. Yep. I just tweeted out more points. It's going to yeah. be epic. Hashtag more points. M-O-A-R. It, it almost brings into some question, if everyone listened last week, uh, we were talking a lot about points per 90. I mean, and some of these numbers are really going to skew those those things we were just talking about a week ago. So it's it's kind of a new ball game. Yes. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, and in a way, I mean, this is kind of like, I mean, we said the chip system for the FPL. This is kind of what, I mean, nobody else has really, we've never played this kind of format before with this scoring, so... It's going to be interesting. There's a lot of study ahead. And I really appreciate it because, I mean, the chips I haven't used any of my, on my team, I'll be honest. I've kind of what? gone inactive. Um, but it, it's like a little quirk that was thrown into FPL to keep people interested in what's going on. I really appreciate MLS's commitment to trying to make players be rewarded for what they do and all the players because this is the year of the defensive midfielders, I'm saying. Yep. So uh, Benny, so Benny Philhaber back in everybody's lineup. Well, if if uh, we have 120 budget and less players, and the most expensive player is 11.5, he's going to have 100% ownership on day one. There's no That's reason not to have him now with extra money. Exactly. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I'm so excited. But I think that this is going to be good because now everyone. I mean, yeah, you know, you're going to have your typical, you know, your top five players you know, on everybody's roster, but now your differentials are going to be your Michael Bradleys, your Will Johnsons, your Kyle Beckermans, your Will Traps, because they're going to be getting recoveries, CBIs, blocks, passes. I mean, this is going to be really good for differential picks, so I'm excited to do my punts already. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, I mean, that's all I have lined up. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to go over before we start wrapping it up? Nope. I just have a lot of data to go through now. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. Start looking out for some articles now, um, both on Reddit, I'm sure, and at least on MLS Fantasy Boss. I promise everyone on Reddit I will have information talking about the new r slash fantasy MLS league up this weekend. Um, so I think I said I would do that last week, and I kind of procrastinated and did not but I will have it done this time, so I will get it up there so we can get everything all sorted out for how to win and what you're going to win this year online. Well, uh, everyone, give Simon your best, who is off in Japan right now. And uh, with all of that, thank you so much for listening. We're going to try to maybe do one next week, um, especially if the game does come out soon. We'll be looking at the prices of players. But until then, everyone have fun and good luck. <laughs>